Today's Shiri Mishnah Buriyomi is Daf Ayin He Omid Beis in the second volume of Mishnah Buriyomi. And we're in the middle of the interesting Simon Kuf Ayin Dalid, which has been dealing with the bracha of wine, exempting other beverages, as well as other drinkings of wine that you're going to have during the Suda. And we begin at the very top, we're in the middle of Siv Dalid, the second word on the line. The Mechaber writes, V'chein Yayin Shal Kiddush, Poter Yayin Shebesoch HaMozom. If a person makes Kiddush on a Shabbos or in a Yontif, so that exempts, when he makes the bracha bari priya gofen on that Kiddush, that exempts all the other wine that he'll be drinking during the meal. Likewise, if a person makes Havdalah on the table, i.e. where he's going to have the Blava Malka, we'll discuss this momentarily, also, he doesn't have to make a second bari priya gofen and any wine that he's going to have during his Blava Malka. Let's see the Mishnah Brura inside in Sif Katan Ches. The Mishnah Brewer writes, Kamash Malon, the Mechabit's coming to teach us, the low tamer, one shouldn't say, Dafka Yain Kodem Hamozon, the Choshev, it's only wine that's right before the meal that's considered Choshev, because that wine, normally when a person drinks, not when he's making Kiddush, he just has a glass of wine before the meal, that exempts all the other wine or beverage he's going to have during the meal. Because the purpose of that wine is to allow you to have a better appetite. It opens up, so to say, your stomach, your intestines, and allows you to eat better. So therefore, therefore, it's going to exempt wine or beverages during the meal. However, one might have thought of a yayin kiddish, the purpose of making kiddish to have a bari priyagofen on wine for kiddish, the bari koral mitzvah. That's not for the purposes of opening up your intestines and your stomach to eat better. So therefore, one might have said, aim alo, it shouldn't potter any other wine or beverages during the meal because that's not its purpose. Therefore, the Mishnah Bura says, Kamash Walon, the Machaber is teaching us over here, the poter, that even wine of kiddish is able to exempt all the wine and beverages during the meal. The issue foot number 16 brings down the reason for this from Shulchan Aruch Simen Reishayin Beis. Shekivun shahakidush b'mokum sudahu. The wine must be made kiddush in the place where you're having your suda. Hu nechshav kitzar chisuda shemach So therefore it's considered part of the meal. You can't have that wine without having the meal. And he brings down in the Sharetzi and the Chavetz Chaim there says, Shemitam za'afilu um kiddush kodim netilos yadayim kiminogenu. That if a person makes kiddush before netilos yadayim, as is the custom amongst many, many Jews, Jews of Germanic descent and others, they will make wash until it's a dime, then make Kiddush and wash. But most Jews, I would dare say, first make Kiddush and then they wash subsequently. So even though here one could say that the wine is disconnected from the Suda, nevertheless, Chavetz Chaim writes, Mikol Mokum Poter Hayayin Shel HaKiddush Es Hayayin Shebesoch HaSuda Mibirchas Barbi HaGofen. Therefore, any additional wine that you have during the meal is exempted by make, from the bracha by the Bari Priya Gofen that you made on the Kiddush. Then he adds, Vath Mishik Var Yotzi Dechovas Kiddush Bevesa Knesses. If somebody made Kiddush in Shul, for example, now he comes home, so he was ready Yotzi Kiddush. The only reason he's making Kiddush is because of the mitzvah to be Yotze, all the members of his family. So Ravazna Zatzal and the Shevet Alevi brings down that's still called Kiddush Gomer Linyanzeh. It still has the halachic status of baking Kiddush, even though for you technically you don't need to do it, and you're only doing it with Mitzvah. Nevertheless, it exempts all the wine that you're going to have during that meal, and you don't have to make another Bar Priya Goffin on it. However, Shlomo Zalman in this situation does disagree. And he says, in such a situation where the husband already, for example, has been Yotzi and Shul, and now he's making Kiddush only to be Motzi, his wife, he should have in mind specifically that he's not only being Mekayim the Mitzvah over here of Kiddush, but he's also being Koveya Suda over here on the wine, and therefore he shouldn't have to make another bracha or Bari Priyagofen during the meal if he has any additional wine. 
Dishu foot number 17 brings down that a person is capable of doing so, it's a nice idea to have a little bit of wine during your Shabbos Suda or your Yantav Suda. It brings down a similar rate to the Aleph, Shetovla Hadir Lishtos Yayin Besuda. person should ideally on a Yantav or a Shabbos have a little wine in the Suda, assuming of course the person can control himself and won't do inappropriate things because he has a little bit of wine. The purpose of the wine is to be Mesameach Shabbos and Yantav, but not to cause other problems. And similarly, the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Reish Nun writes, Tzorach Laharbos Besudas HaShabbos Bebosa V'yayin Umigdonos Kifiyacholto. Every person, according to his abilities, and that's his physical abilities as well as financial abilities, should have meat and wine and other delicacies at the Shabbos meal. Again, if they're dangerous for the person and for his health, he obviously should not have them. Now the Mishnah Brewer continues, and he says, V'nearly Pashat, it's straight, simple to me, Dibedina Seinu in our area, the Mishnah Brewer, the Chavetz Chaim, lived in Raden, in Poland, and in the surrounding Jewish communities, Shein on a regilin lishtos yayin besochasuda, people did not regularly have wine consumed during the middle of a meal, afilu b'shabes, and this was true for them even on Shabbos, they were very poor, they didn't have wine, it wasn't easily available, so for such a person, the Chavetz Chaim writes, eno poter elim ken hoyadatul azimetchila, so for him, he normally did not expect to have another glass of wine in the meal, so when he made the bracha boy at the beginning of the meal, he thought that was essentially it, and therefore any wine that's brought to the table that's a Surprised to him, he's not expecting to have it, it wouldn't potter it, he'd have to make a new bracha. Or Kamosha Kasafti be called him, as the Mishnah said, he already explained previously. I dare say the circumstances today have changed. People put out a bottle or several bottles of wine on the Shabbos table, and especially if they're guests, it's presumed and expected that that wine will be available during the meal if Pearson wants another glass, and therefore this din hasn't changed, but the application and the custom of how we drink, as the Chavetz Chaim himself says, depends on what is ragil, what is normal for that community and for that meal. Mr. Bruce of Cotton Tess, he writes, the wine, Patus da, wine that's drunk during the meal. He brings down the name of the Acheronim, that this is true for the wine after the meal, as we pointed out yesterday. Our meal is considered to be ended when we bench, and therefore any wine that's drunk afterwards is still considered part of the meal. Sivkot and Yud, the Mishnah Bura says, the same halacha applies by Havdalah. What does he mean to say? The Mishnah Bura is telling us that the Mechaber says, Havdalah is not like Kiddush. You don't make Havdalah on a meal. But people do have a Malav Malka after Havdalah. Nevertheless, since the person made Havdalah on the table, for which he's going to have the Malava Malka at in a few moments, wrote Salomar, Shehichin Asma Lasudi, he's preparing himself, so to say, for the Suda Malava Malka, Shaykh Lasudi, so the Havdalah is considered connected to the meal, and as a result, it will potter any wine that he drinks during the Malava Malka, he doesn't have to make another Bipriya Goffin. The issue foot number 18 brings down. It doesn't mean that he has to actually have, make Havdalah on that actual table that he's going to eat on. As in Simon Reish, Sadi Tess, it's brought down. Shekol od shesoid ba'oso acheder shivdil. As long as he's eating in the same room where he makes Havdalah, that will exempt any additional brachas required on wine that he drinks during the Malava Malka. Mr. Burke continues and he says, Umayri kanal And obviously we're talking about where the person expected to have wine during the Malava Malka meal. Back to the Mechaber now. The Yeshomer in the Mechaber now brings down another opinion. This is the opinion of Tosos. The first opinion we just brought down was the opinion of the Rosh. The Yeshomer in Tosos says, The Tosos disagrees with the Rosh and says, Havdolah doesn't automatically exempt any wine that you're going to have during the Malava Malka. He says, only if you washed your hands, Natilas Yadayim, before you made Havdolah, and then you immediately after Havdolah make Tamotzi, then the Havdolah is connected to the meal and you exempt any wine that's brought forth during the meal of Malava Malka from having to make another Barbriyat Gofen. Hilkach. 
Hamadil kodim netila. Therefore, a person who makes havdala before he washes his hands, yechavin shalola hotziyain, should specifically have in mind that he's not intending to be yotze the wine that he'll have during the Malava Malka, and he'll therefore be able to make a separate bari priyagafen on that wine shabbatol chasuda that he eats during the middle of the meal. The Ramah says this halacha can be seen in Simon Reish Sadi Tes Zayin. The Dishu footnote number twenty brings down that the Sharetzion over there brings down that the Taz disagrees with this halacha of the Shulchan Aruch, and he says that the Taina of Tosos in Gemara in Shabbos asks, Madua ein Why is your thought over here that you're not going to exempt any wine that you're having in Lava Malka not considered a brachal vatala? Therefore, in any event, from the fact that the Shulchan Aruch did not write that a person should specifically have in mind to exempt the wine that he's having in the meal, implies that kavana for this would not help to exempt him. So, according to the Taz, you have to have a negative kavana, I do not wish to be yotzi any of the wine, and according to the Mechaber, having a kavana to be yotzi the wine would not help. In any event, the Mechaber continues, and he writes, If you didn't have kavana to exempt the wine, so then you, in fact, should not make a bracha on the wine that you have in the Malava Malka, if you made Havdala right beforehand, the Sophic brachos, the Rabbanon, since this is only a bracha, the Rabbanon, and we have the rule that in a Sophic and a bracha, the Rabbanon, we always go lakula, i.e., don't make the bracha. Mr. Buri Sivkot Yudalf explains the time of the Tosos opinion over here, the second opinion. Because the Havdalah really has nothing to do with Kiddush, so therefore it doesn't make sense to automatically say that the Havdalah should potter any wine you can have during the Lava Malka. Because Kiddush has to be Bimkom Suda, Havdalah does not. That's why, according to the Yeshomim, if you wash your hands before and you're showing a connection, but if you don't, there's no connection. Because if you wash your hands beforehand, so that demonstrates that the wine of Havdalah is going on the meal as well. The wine of Havdalah has no direct connection to the Suda of the Lava Malka. The Alma, but if you have wine before a meal in general, that the purpose of that wine is to open up your intestines, so to say, and facilitate the eating of the meal, certainly, so even though you have this wine before you wash Tamotzi, it will exempt any boy Priyagofen for being need to be made on wine during the meal. That's why the Mechaber at the beginning of this Sif didn't specifically mention. That's why he didn't mention whether it had to be before or after the Natila. He just said in general, wine before the meal exempts wine that's drunk during the meal from having to make another bar priyagofen. Mr. Buru Siv Kotnyud Gimel writes, not tell you, if you wash your hands, you don't have to actually wash your hands. The Morgan of Ram brings down that this is true if you just set up the meal and you're ready to show and demonstrate that you're going to eat right after this. However, the El disagrees, and so too is Mashwa from the Bir Agra, that you actually have to wash your hands in order for there to be a connection between the Havdalah and the Malava Malka. Sivkot Yudalad, you washed your hands before the Havdalah. Vim Tomar, how are you allowed to do this? Hechi Shari Lahavsik Badola, Bain Tilas Yadayim Lehamotzi. How could you tell me you washed the Tilas Yadayim, then you made Havdalah, then you made Hamotzi? Why isn't the Havdalah considered a Havsik over here? You're not allowed to go make other brachos in between washing the Tilas Yadayim and Hamotzi. Yeshlomar, so he answers, he brings this down in the name of the Morgan Abram and the Maimar Mordechai, the low heavy Hesachadasi. The Havdalah is not considered a Hesachadasi, an interruption. Kivin Shaddai Delechel, since the purpose of the Havdalah is to allow you to eat the meal. You can't eat before you make Havdalah. You can't eat before you make Havdalah, and therefore it is not considered a Havsik. I will have sick bestias rishus, but to go take a drink in between, that's a rishus, not Havdalah. That would not be permitted. 
you technically can drink water before you make Havdalah, so to do that would be inappropriate between the Natila Shedayim and Hamotzi. Dish of number 19 explains the rationale over here behind the Havdalah not being Hefzik is because that's considered something that is Dvar Mishayim L'Tzorah Chasuda. You need it for the meal. If the salt is missing, you're allowed to say in between the Natila Shedayim and the Hamotzi, please bring salt. So to over here, you're allowed to make Havdalah because that's essential to have the meal. So we brought down the opinion you should have in mind Bedafka not to be Yotze over here if there's no connection between the Havdullah and the Suda. And then he points out you should make a Al Hagepin on the wine of Havdullah, and then you'll make a Bracha Rishon or Bar on any new wine that you drink during the Malava Malka. Now we go to the Machaber Sifhei. Everything that a person drinks during the meal, it's adequate to make one bari priyagofen on it. If that's the first time he's drinking the wine and he has a cup, that will exclude a new bracha from being made on any other wine that's brought during the meal. The Mishnah Bruin Sivkat and Tezayin explains, Even if he didn't drink it all at one time, he's drinking it later on, that still is exempted from the initial bracha that he makes during the meal, bari priyagofen. Elo imkain, unless the Bechavah says, Because only in the situation where he only expected to have that one cup of wine. He wasn't expected to drink any other cup of wine, and then he changes his mind and drinks another cup of wine would he have to make a new Bore Priyagofen. Mishnah Burin Sivkot Nyadzayin explains, When he made the Bore Priyagofen on the first cup of wine in the middle of the meal, He had in mind any other cups of wine that he would have later on in the meal. Deirshu footnote number 21 brings down, even if he lo- changed the location of the rest of the meal, so for example, he drank the first cup of wine in one room, and then he goes into another room, so he would not have to go make a new Bari Priya Gofen. Mishum Shum Nigra Achar Pas. It's all considered part of the same meal. Mishum Bur Sivkat Nyadches, however, says, Rotsul Omar, Shayadaito Shalolishtos Ela Oso Akosulayosi. If the person only intended to make one gla- have one glass of wine, so the Bari Priya Gofen was only on that glass of wine, it doesn't exempt any other glasses that he was not planning on having. El Shachekach Nimlashtos Ot. He then changed his mind and decided to eat and have another glass of wine, so therefore, in that situation, you have to make a new Bari Priya Gofen. He brings down the cause of Ataz, Dua Din, Le'inyan Achila. The same thing would apply in regards to eating food. Kigon Shikon Liatzmo Lechem Echod Liochlo. Kulo, person brought himself a single loaf of bread, and that's what he was intending to wash and eat on, and he did. But then, he then goes and decides, I'm still hungry. He now goes and buys another loaf of bread. He now has to make a new hamotzi on that second loaf of bread, or that second bagel. Because the Taz is explained here by the Mishnah Bura says that the person definitely showed by only buying one bagel at the beginning, one bread, that he wasn't intending on having any more. Because if he wanted more, he would have bought more. However, he then changed his mind and said, I now would like to eat more, so he has to make a new bracha. The issue footer number 22 brings down, if he hadn't yet finished eating the bread when he went to go and purchase new bread, then the Kafakhaim says that he doesn't have to make a second bracha on the next piece of bread. The issue footer number 23 says it's also different if you're eating in a restaurant. So there, even though you may not have bought originally everything that you're going to eat, Rav Chaim Kanievsky Shlita brings down that his actions over here demonstrate that he may want to eat more. He's sitting in the restaurant, and therefore any additional food that's brought out afterwards is pottered by the first bracha. 
Mishnah Bur continues and he writes, If you're in your house as opposed to in a restaurant, and you have plenty of bread in your house, and you just cut off one bagel or one slice for yourself now, and now you cut off a slice of bread for yourself, and then you decide to change your mind and have another slice of bread. That's not called being nimlach over here. The Derech Adam Kenu, that's the way people eat. They have a slice, maybe I'll have another slice, and then they have another slice, you don't make a new bracha. When the person made the original bracha, he saw it, maybe not that hungry, one slice is enough. But then he sees he's not full, with this one slice of bread, he decides to take another slice. Now we go to the Ramah. The Ramah says, If somebody eats by somebody else, and they give him one cup after the other, he has to make a separate bracha on each cup that they bring him. Because this is considered a brand new cup. It's as if he had said, I'm only having one cup, and now they bring another cup afterwards. He had no expectation of that cup, and therefore he has to make a new bracha. Mishnah Brewer explains this, if cutting your test, we're talking here, he wasn't really invited to the meal. He just showed up, and they said, okay, sure, have a seat. He wasn't a regular invited guest because an invited guest is allowed to only make one bracha because he assumes much more is coming out. But this person just happened to show up and they invited him to sit down. Therefore, they have to assume that each cup that's brought out, he wasn't expecting. When he made his initial bracha, he wasn't sure if they'd give him more because he wasn't really invited. And we learn these halachas more in Simon, Kuf, Ayin, Tes, if Dalit, and Hey, and what the Mishnah Brewer will say over there. The issue foot number 24 brings down, However, even such a person, if he's expecting to get more, and he's having in mind when he makes his bracha that it will include anything that they do bring out, then he doesn't have to make a new bracha on every separate cup that they bring out. And certainly, if the minag is that a guest, even an uninvited guest like this, does get a lot, so then, certainly, that initial bracha can count for all the additional cups. However, in that situation, he should specifically have in mind that this bracha will be on for anything that they bring out for me later in the meal. Mr. Bruce of Cotton Chuff writes, Moshit and Lo, wrote, They give him one cup after another, as I already explained. The Ramah continues and says, These dinam were also further discussed in Simon Kufai and Tessa we just mentioned. Then the Ramah concludes and he says, If somebody's making a bracha on a wedding cup, and they used to have the custom that they pass it around, and he wasn't sure if you would or would not reach that, had the cup reach you to take a sip from it, if you weren't sure that it would come to you, so then if it does come to you, you do have to make a new bracha on it because you weren't sure that you were going to get it with the original bracha. Mishnah Bur and Sivkan Chafalov explains, Sheish Sham Harbi Misubin, there are many people over there, the whole Kayotz is there, or in any situation where you're not sure the cup will reach you. So then you can't rely on the original bracha, and when it does reach you, so then you have to make a new bracha. That's considered like Nimlach. Mishnah Bur and Sivkan Chafbez, Kolech and Tzorach Levarach, everybody has to, the Mistanma, Eno Machadin, let's say, the Birchas and Varach, because the understanding is simply that you didn't really expect to be Yotze, and therefore were not Yotze with the original bracha. Because you weren't sure if it would reach you. And he says, look for these further dinim in Simon Kutzadi, in the Mogan Avram over there, and in the Mishnah Bura there. This Shufut number 25 brings down nowadays, the Orach HaShulchan says, Shaminaku Shamavarach, no sinasakos leilu shaomdim somachlo, the only ones that get to drink this are the ones that are standing right there, and therefore they certainly don't have to make another bracha on it because they're expected to get it, and there's certainly going to be a certainty that they will get it, and there are Yotze with the bracha of the Mavarach. That concludes today's share.